Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We are daring to be different once again. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is going to be a wonderful show. Not only a wonderful show, but a wonderful enlightening. It's going to be enlightenment. It's going to be wonderful. I think it's going to be a great show. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to 97.5 FM Real Community Radio, as well as on Bomb Baby Radio in New York City and the Gene Chasers Radio Network, as well as on Roku. I'm still waiting for them to publish, but it is there. And I did um, put a picture up on our Facebook page so that you could see that we are in the process of doing that, as well as doing the other station on Amazon Fire. We are also, well, not we, I have also started my life coaching business, which is, I mean, to me, it's an amazing adventure, but most, mostly it's just one of those things I've always wanted to do, never really got the oomph to go ahead and do it. And so today I took the whole day, I sat down in front of my computer pretty much almost all day, and I got the website up. I got the Facebook page going, I got the YouTube page going, and I got all that going, the prices, everything is on, so you can reach me at thesinginglifecoach.net, thesinginglifecoach.net. That is going to be an amazing adventure for me. It's something I do all the time, like right before the show aired, up to like 30 minutes before the show was getting ready to air, I was on the on the line with someone and and just coaching, and that's what I do, and it's it's a wonderful thing. It would be beautiful if I could do that on a professional level all the time and help people on a bigger scale, and that's what we're going to do. So you can reach me at thesinginglifecoach.net, thesinginglifecoach.net. I have so much to do that I don't know where to begin. We're going to go ahead and, I mean, this just it's just so much. But I wanted to go ahead and put up this. Um, Lisa Nichols has a wonderful Change Your Life uh, session that I wanted to play for you today. I'm in Inglewood living off Arbavida. I'm on government assistance, and I run out of money, and I had to buy Pampers for Jelani. And I had $11.42 in the bank. And I remember wrapping my son in a towel for two days. You know, someone said, because when I tell the story, I always get teary-eyed. And someone said, do you fabricate the tears because you've told the story so much? No, I'm a mama. Every time I tell the story, I feel it again. I remember the second day, like you said, I had my, my hand on Jelani's stomach, and I said, don't worry, baby. Mommy will never be this broke or broken again. And that day... What shifted for me was I was willing, and I don't know if this is going to sound crazy, I was willing to completely die to any form of me that I had been. 
so that I can birth the woman that I was becoming. The reason why a lot of people won't become who they want is because they're too attached to who they've been. And you hear it all the time when people say, I've always been this way. Okay, well, if that's working for you, keep doing that. I knew it wasn't working for me any longer. I had hit my version of rock bottom. So I was willing to let go of everything and everybody. See, another reason why people won't get there is because the doorway is for you to fit through. You're trying to carry everybody else through because you're trying to be rescue 911. And you got to rescue you first. I am much more valuable to my family and to my community because I was willing to let them go. Go through the door myself. Teach myself. Learn myself. Condition myself. And then come back and get them. I'm much more valuable to them now. But I had to go through a window time of 10 years of judgment. You leaving us, hanging out with white people all the time. You going to these crazy countries. We, we don't know what you... I, I had to be willing to, to allow my conviction to make me inconvenient. See, we want to grow, but we want to stay liked by everybody. I was willing to be my own rescue at the risk of your approval. Most of us aren't like that. Facebook is an example. We want to be liked. Well, I woke up and I like myself today, so your like is extra. My, my job is to like me first. I was willing to say every day, Lisa, you like you? Lisa, are you proud of you? Lisa, are you playing full out? Every day before I checked in with anybody else. That's lonely, by the way. Why won't most people do it? Because it's scary and it's lonely. So what did I do? I was willing to find people who had what I didn't have, who were living lives that I wasn't living, who believed things that I didn't know about, and I was willing to become their student. I got up every day and I ate a slice of humble pie. See, when you get to this level, even me 10 years ago, you can get caught up by reading your own fine print. See, whenever I hear people reading my bio, and before I came on and you read my bio, I'm in the back going, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I don't want to ever think I arrived. I don't ever, that bio is old. I, I, you should be interested in my future. Oh, that's my bio. What's my future? Oh, what are you doing? What am I, who am I becoming for 2020? And we get caught up in our. That is what the show is about today. When you should plan ahead. We have our guests on the line. Thank you so much for calling in. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. I'm Ann Shire and I'm an author. I write uh, fictional short stories. Awesome. Short stories, like short, like really short or like medium short or short, like longer than what I would write. Because I'm, oh, I'm not a writer. <laughs> In about, uh, I don't know, three or four pages, no, um, mm-hmm. a typed text, yes. That's not a really mm-hmm. long story. It's maybe the size of a chapter. Oh, nice! How'd you get started in that? I mean, I have—I haven't really—I I haven't really met too many short story writers in a while. Um, well, I um, I I started uh, as a student when I was in, at Seneca College in 1995. I got into a creative writing course and and did really well, and um, and it was then that I realized that. 
you have to write about what you know about. So I started writing about relationships because that's what I knew about. Mm-hmm. And um, that's how I got started. I've written about a whole bunch of other things, but I think relationships are what I really love to write about the most. So, like, issues like marriage, divorce, murder, betrayal, seduction, seduction. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. (laughs) To go through all those topics, I mean, you know, I stopped at seduction, but deception. (laughs) Wow. Okay, so relationships. Why relationships, though? Um, because relationships are complex and difficult. And, um, you know, it's not easy to succeed at them. At least it wasn't mm-hmm. for me, anyway. <laughs> and there are many things mm-hmm. in life that affect them, like addictions and, I don't know, mm-hmm. the things that you talked about already, seduction, betrayal, you know, that, that sort of thing, all mm-hmm. of that affects a relationship. So I don't know how you could possibly think of relationships as simplistic because they're anything but, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Mm, you know, they're, they're out there. They're out there. Mm-hmm. So you have your mm-hmm. short stories. You also have a Tumblr. I mean, when you think of your short story, then you go through your whole mind of what you're going to write the next time. What What is the process? Uh, no, no, no. I, I, would, I would just write down the core idea, you know, on a piece of paper, you know, a small piece of paper, and then I'd, I'd start thinking about what I wanted to say and how I wanted to say it, and then I'd start, you know, adding characters, um, you know, figuring out which characters I wanted to have, uh, what I wanted to name those characters, and basically the kind of dialogue I'd want them to say, and then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, choose a setting, and, um, and basically build on that to, you know, build something that's uh, credible, relevant, and entertaining. Okay, okay. Now, for 15 years, you taught high school. Does this have anything to do with your short stories? Because, I mean, I know, I know that there's got to be some stories in there that you could kind of, like, change up and write about. Yeah. You mean um, the things that personally have affected me? Yes. um, My own marriage and actually two marriages and uh, they definitely had an effect on me um and you mm. know it was like my mid-30s and I realized I'd been divorced twice already married and divorced twice mm-hmm. but okay you know if you don't learn from this then you're doomed to repeat your mistakes so I think that uh, you should learn from them and maybe share what you know with the world Mm -hmm. and maybe some reader out there will be able to take what you've written and relate to it themselves. You know, I'm sure that Mm -hmm. whatever's happened to me isn't, isn't so unusual that it hasn't happened to somebody else somewhere. That's what, that's what, that's where it all started. I think from my own experiences. Mm hmm. Now, when you when you think about your own experiences and then you think about writing everything down, you get the book out, you know, or you get the paper out, what is the the one topic that seems to always be the one that you gravitate to, or is there? Uh, the one topic, um, betrayal, I think, mm. because I've had good, what I thought were good girlfriends um, that betrayed me with my husband at the time um, and it seemed like my husband was always picking 
my friends to, you know, flirt with and carry on with. And, uh, you know, I, I, I got to a point where I couldn't, I didn't really feel like I could trust even my girlfriends, let alone a uh, uh, husband, you know. So that Bye. is probably where it started from, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, when you, you do you have a collector, I mean, like a collection of short stories, or do you just write the short stories and then you put that out? How do you do that? Um, well, besides, you know, figuring out what, what I want to write about, I, I look for ideas out in the world. So, mm-hmm. you know, I watch TV documentaries and Lifetime movies and, um, you know, I'll look in the newspaper for, for a newspaper article that doesn't sound like a reporter did it. <laughs> like, sounds like mm-hmm. a story, more like. And, mm-hmm. and find something that relates that I can relate to, you know, like mm-hmm. I have a son, you know, I, I, mm-hmm. I looked for stories that had to do with children, you know, and things mm-hmm. that happen to your children and, um, mm-hmm. you know, about marriage, about divorce, about everything that life has to offer and even murder, mm-hmm. you know, which I see is the ultimate <laughs> betrayal. And I'm mm-hmm. not a murderer yeah. and I don't even pretend to, even be able to talk about it, but but I really think that the ultimate betrayal is murder, and it often happens between spouses. Right, so, it does. I don't know. It just started from mm-hmm. my own personal experiences, and then I started looking around the world for inspiration, you know, ideas mm-hmm. and things that I wanted to write about that I could relate to and that I felt my readers could relate to. Right. Well, that that is wonderful. I mean, okay, so do you ever have like these these ideas of writing something longer than a short story, or is the short stories where it's at for you? I think that the short story format really suits me, but I suppose mm-hmm. if somebody said they wanted me to write a novel and they were willing to pay me for that privilege, I would sit down mm-hmm. and I'd tap one out. You know, I'd probably hire an editor to help me out because you mm-hmm. know I don't pretend to have all the the writing nuances and tricks of the trade and all that, but I'm getting better at it as we go along because I've done, you know, I've gotten book reviews on my books and I've got two books out there and um, I use those, those, uh, that feedback as constructive criticism so it can help myself get better, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't have a problem with, with doing a novel. I just want a really juicy idea to do it about, you know, like, Mm-hmm. I used to I used to listen I mean I used to read uh, Sidney Sheldon's books you know I've got all his books and I've read most of them in multiple times and I was thinking mm-hmm. my god I'd have to travel around the world with an editor <laughs> and have write down every single thing that ever happened to me and um write somehow write about it in a fictional sense and how would I ever do that you know but right. basically that's the idea I would do I would do a novel if I had enough material to write about or had access to that material. Wow. That makes sense you know, to you? It, it does. It does. It definitely does. I mean, you, I mean, come on, you have to travel the world. If you're going to talk novels, I mean, I want to go with you. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to travel the world. I mean, I'd love to travel the world even if I didn't write about it, but, but every time I go on a trip, I try to write about it because there's always right. something new and interesting about the places I like to go to. 
You know, and maybe people have gone to like the Caribbean multiple times. Well, every time I go to the Caribbean, which has been twice now, <laughs> I find something interesting to write about it. So it gets included in a story, and all those stories mm-hmm. are on my um, blogs. I have several blogs that I've written stories, you know, that that contain stories that I've written uh, about my travels, and um, I definitely want people to read them. You know. It's not just about relationships. It's things that happen when you're abroad or, you know, in your own country traveling around and, you know, the things that you learn about people and learn the things that you learn about a new culture or a new language or, you know, food, you know. There's a Mm -hmm. million things to learn about and I've learned maybe, what, 10% of that. You know, I haven't been to all the places I want to go to, but I definitely want to write about them and, so you're going to have something to write about in order to do it. And um, going to places and experiencing those things is the best way to do it, right? Right. So yeah, you're not making definitely. things up so much on the fly. Things have to be believable, and they're most believable when you know about them, right? Even right. if they are right. in a fictional mode. Definitely. So, you are so correct. You are so correct. Now, when you when you think about the the future books and the future things that you're doing, what do you do to plan ahead besides write it down or get a sheet of paper out and write it down? Is there any other process by which you go through? And do you get personal with your characters? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do get personal with my characters, like because I like to write from the first person standpoint, mm-hmm. uh, first person point of view. Like I did this, I did that, and. I just take on a different persona every time. Although some book reviewers think maybe that's not the way to do it, I feel most comfortable doing it that way because then I can get into the person. I can get into that character's head and um, and I can direct them the way I want to direct them. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I feel most comfortable doing it that way, although... I have written stories from the third person point of view, even from a man's point of view. But um Ooh. but to 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 be really honest and to be um true to myself and to get into the character's head the way I think I should, uh I take on that persona to describe what they're doing and what they're thinking and how they're feeling, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's more realistic that way. Right. And I, I think so. <clears throat> I think so. And, and the traveling and all that is, is understandable. I mean, you do want when you're so engulfed in, in your writing, you do want it to be realistic. Like the places you go, you, you want yeah. the people to go, wow, she was there. And wow. She yeah. was there. So yeah. You have a book out though. You do have a book out. And, and I, I mean, I, seen it very you know very briefly but you have a short story book out and it's at my short stories book com. tell me about That's that right. um it's uh, a collection of uh, uh 35 short stories that mm-hmm. um, have to do with uh mar- love sex marriage divorce uh mm-hmm. murder betrayal uh seduction mm-hmm. And um, and I and deception, of course, we, we all like okay. about things. And um, because I think these things are 
universal. You know, marriage okay. is universal. It's not going to go go away anytime soon. People fall in love. People have sex. I think these mm-hmm. things are universal, and they're not going to go away anytime soon. All I wanted to do was put a different slant on things, you know, and I want to make it credible. Hey, you know, do you think this is impossible? Well, I assure you it's not impossible. When I'm mm-hmm. when I'm writing about things, I'm trying to write about it from a real sense of a real sense in that um, I've been there and done that, don't want to go there again, but I want them mm-hmm. to know that these things are possible. And it's it's not a how-to book. It's not a like how to do something and how to do it right or, you know, um, how to live your life, <laughs> that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to put a different slant on things. I'm just trying to make mm-hmm. people see things a little bit differently, like that you could – that you could fall in love and that maybe it won't last forever, but you can still be happy. That you could get divorced mm-hmm. sort of happily or amicably and still have a good life. You know, that kind of thing. And then wow. it doesn't have to be all ugliness and horrible, you know, <laughs> things that ruin your life. My life, right. if I look on back on the things that have happened to me, you know, Two marriages, two divorces, um, numerous relationships that never worked out for reasons I never mm-hmm. could figure out. Uh, you know, I could mm. easily think, you know, I'm doomed, you know, like my life is ruined and I'm never going to be anyone, you know, that's worthy. But, you, you know, you really have to sort of accept yourself. You have to know who you are. You have to find out who you are. Mm-hmm. You have to accept yeah. yourself. And then you have to move mm-hmm. forward with that knowledge and do the best you can with what you've got. And right. um, put the past behind you. The past is over. Move forward into the future and try to learn from your mistakes. And God, mm-hmm. you know, God help you. Don't don't repeat them because because if you repeat your mistakes, that's what you're going to end up doing all the, all your life. Uh, yeah. So you know, this is it. Like I've learned the hard way what to do or what not to do, but it's worked for me. I just hope that it would work for somebody else, you know. And my life, mm-hmm. even though I'm alone, you know, I, you know, I've got my puppy who makes me very happy, mm-hmm. but I don't have a significant other in my life, and somehow I've managed to make a good life for myself. I'm not mm-hmm. miserable, you know, and I'm not ready to mm-hmm. commit suicide or, or tell somebody else to commit suicide or tell them, you know, hey, your happiness is bullshit because I know better but I'm happy and I'm happy if other people are happy if they're happy right. in a marriage or relationship I'm happy for them I'm not mm-hmm. pretending that it's it's working for me I have not pretended that for a long time it's I pre- I know for sure it's not working for me but that doesn't mean it won't work for other people mm-hmm. I just want them to see it from my point of view you know I want them I want to persuade them that the things that have happened in my life has has merit, and uh, you know that they should uh, they should take it seriously. You know, so but I'm also trying to make it humorous. You know, kind of, hey, this is uh, this is the way life is, but you know, so what if he's a secretly raving nymphomaniac? You know, that's the way it is, right? You know, I I'm just trying to put some humor into it and. Not be, you know, I don't want to be telling people what to do or what not to do. Just trying to make it interesting, 
but credible right. and relevant and entertaining, of course. Right, definitely, definitely. <laughs> now, the writing and then your life, has this helped you in any way um, to kind of move forward in your life, the writing? Oh, yes, I think so. I think so. Because it's forced me to examine my own life mm-hmm. and my own thoughts and feelings about it. And the fact that I was a teacher for 15 years, um, mm. and in which I taught career studies, um, mm-hmm. that that subject forced me to examine myself too, to um, you know, to realize that uh, you, you won't get what you want just by wishing for it. You got to go out there and get it. But first, you have to know Not what it is. is you want, and before that, you even have to know who you are. Who are you? Mm-hmm. What are your strengths and weaknesses? Then you have to go out and find what it is you want, and then you have to go after it with all your heart. And if right. you can do that, then you will have accomplished something. I'm not saying that there's a, any guarantee in life, because there isn't. But you mm-hmm. have to do these things because that's what life is about. And, mm-hmm. and it did help mm-hmm. me. It did help me a lot. And mm-hmm. and I did become a teacher, even though I thought at one time my teaching career was dead in the water. I, I was a teacher of computer science for 15 years, and I loved every second of it. I loved the teaching, but I also loved the computer part of it, you know, because I was okay. trained as a computer science person. And, right. You know, I, I was lucky. I I don't know how it happened because I thought my teaching career was dead in the water at one time for about 14 years of my younger life. I I never thought I'd be a teacher again. You know, I didn't even think about it. I thought, that's it. It's over. But one day, after I had completed a computer programming program at Seneca College, it's an advanced diploma, and I graduated with honors, I thought, okay, well, you know, now I've got a new career. And about, oh, I don't know, I did go, yes, I did go to work for Royal Bank for about two and a half years. But then after Y2K, no, uh, you know Y2K, right? Yeah. Um, after Y2K, Y2K was over, um, a bunch of people got uh, laid off. I was one of them was me. But three weeks later, I got an offer of a job, a teaching job, and it wouldn't have happened unless I'd gone to computer school, you know. So all of a sudden, I had all these opportunities to to be a computer teacher, and it was something I'd always wanted to do. I'd always wanted to be a teacher. And then one day it happened, and so I was glad I, I don't know, I was glad that I did get that opportunity. I just didn't know it would come that way, but, you know, you just have to go after what you want, and it, it happened to be computers mm-hmm. at the time. But I didn't know that mm-hmm. they were looking for computer teachers until after I graduated. Mm-hmm. And then when I did and then when I did get the offer of a teaching job, it just sort of started uh, ball rolling, and the ball mm-hmm. kept rolling and rolling and rolling for 15 years. I won't say it was easy or or smooth all the time, but it was it was definitely fun, a lot of fun. Well, that's amazing. So the writing and in your life is intertwined. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, definitely, Absolutely. definitely. It just helped me, and it helped me heal too. It helped mm-hmm. me heal, you know, by putting the past behind me, 
and realizing mm-hmm. I still have a good life that I can lead, and I don't have to let the past ruin it. I'm going to move ahead and be the best person I can be. And if I can share my writing with other people, so much the better, which is the reason mm-hmm. why I published this book in the first place, because you can't, you know, people won't know about you unless you published a book, right? But uh, even if you publish a book, you still have to market it. So marketing has been uh, my main activity over the last few years. But, uh, you know, it's been an up-and-down process. Uh, But Mm -hmm. I'm committed. I think that this is important, and I just have to just keep my eye on the ball and make sure that I do the right things for myself, not for anybody else, for myself. And then if, uh, if I do those things that I think are going to be helping me be true to myself then I will have accomplished something important and mm-hmm. uh, if that means somebody wants to write me wants me to write a novel I will write a novel I will get busy right. very busy very quickly writing a novel mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that is, that, you know what to be versatile like that is a wonderful thing and also to use your writing to heal yourself to move forward that is amazing Congratulations on that, and I love it. I love what you've done. You guys got to go to my short stories book one, the number one dot com. That's my yeah. short story book number one. That's one dot com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Thank you. I, I hope that you get a chance to read it. I don't know if you've read it or read even part of it. I never encourage people to read the whole thing. Just pick a few stories that you might like. Then you'll get a flavor of how I write, and you know mm-hmm. whether you think I'm a good writer or not. And anyway, I'm always trying to improve. So maybe the next book I write will be—I think the next book I write will be about—it's um, called uh, one that I wrote a while ago. I haven't published it. It's um, um, the ac- acrobatic. Acrobatic sports and dance, something like that. That's what I was going to call it. It's, a, it's not fiction. It's about sports and dance, but it's about acrobatic sports mm-hmm. and dance. And mm-hmm. I've always been involved with things like that. So mm-hmm. um, that's one thing I would want to write about. If it were about fiction, I, I don't know what I'd write about, but it, but it'd probably be right. But uh, but it would probably be about a, a trip that I take in the future and what happened on that trip, and I'd make sure the yeah. trip was long enough so that it had something substantial to write about. Yeah. So so it'd be something about something new, not not in a Canadian setting necessarily. Being probably yeah. in Eastern Europe or Finland because that's the country of my heritage. So I know I'd like to go to Finland and maybe stay for a month with a Finnish family and write about what they're doing every day and the things we talked oh, about and how well I did it with the Finnish language. And I think it would be fun to do stuff like that. I, To me, that would be fun. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Definitely fun. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Well, when you do that and you come back and you write about it, you got to be back on my show. Well, I'm definitely working on going to Finland since I haven't been there, yeah. and it is the country of my heritage, so that would be my, mm-hmm. mess, my next planned trip. I've been to Europe a couple of times, but it's Western Europe. I haven't mm-hmm. been to Scandinavia at all. If I had a choice, I would go to 
all the Scandinavian countries, but if I can't go to all of them, I'll go to Finland only. And I, I think I would like to stay with a Finnish family if I can. That's nice. That's nice. Well, I'm hoping that your plans that you have in the future are going to work out perfectly for you and that when you do come back, you can write all about it and then come back on the show and tell me all about it. Like, I need Thank to know. Thank you. I really, really do appreciate this. Appreciate the um, time you're no taking to, uh, to interview me, Yaya. Thank you. No, no problem. I think it's amazing what you're doing. There's not a lot. There's people that want to write, and and they don't have the capacity to write a novel, but a short story that's very inspiring because now you have a purpose in writing. Now you can do your short stories. You know, you can do your 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 and be a collecting of a, a collection of a of a, a short story. Book yeah. is even possible. I mean, you know, most people don't. So you know can that. have you can have a lot of different ideas, but the the, the ideas being related are about life, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's a core a core commonality. Mm-hmm. Um, I just find it easier to write a short story because, I don't know, maybe you don't have to go into as much detail. But now I'm realizing that, you know, the book reviews I'm getting, they want more detail. They want more characterization. And well, that I, I'd have to build more into characters if I want to have a novel because... This right. is what Sidney Sheldon did. He had multiple, multiple characters and multiple plots. But aside from the multiple plots, he 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 really detailed these characters. I mean, history and everything, you know. So I mean, he was a, he was a master at that. <laughs> and I I've mm-hmm. got to get to be better at characterization. I think well, that's I what mean, I'm aiming what? for. Everything, uh, one step at a time. Just. One step at a time. Amazing, though. Amazing. One step at a time. That's right. One thing at a time. One step at a time. One moment mm-hmm. at a time. I, I guarantee mm-hmm. you, you'll get to where you need to be. I want to thank you, you think so, so much for being on the show. Well, thank you for interviewing me, and I, I'm getting this opportunity to talk about my uh, life and my writing. It doesn't happen too often. You know, I think about it all the time, but talking about it doesn't always present itself. So this is like a really great opportunity. (laughs) I hope Mm -hmm. enough people are are listening or, you know, get something out of it. They will uh, will at least want to buy the book. It's not expensive because there's going to be an audio book soon and there's an e-book. And the e-book is very cheap. The audio book will be a little bit more expensive, but it's still not really expensive. So, anyway, I'm trying to make make it easier for people to, you know, get my book. Definitely. And I Definitely. hope that they will. <laughs> yes. You know what? I want to thank everybody for listening to us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio, Northport, Florida. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for always tuning in every Friday at 2 o'clock. We have Anne Shear right here, my short story book one. Not, don't Thank spell you. out one, just the number one dot com. And go ahead and check that out. You know, we all have to support each other. And she's got her, she has her future. And we're all going to go to Finland. Yes. <laughs> so it's, um, it's going to be an endeavor that I'll, I'll love doing for the rest of my life. You know, and I'll yes. keep doing it until I get it right. So I'm not perfect, but I'm working on moving toward that. Anyway, I'm not sure you have to be perfect all the time anyway, but 
I'm working towards mm. it. <laughs> okay. No. That doesn't sound like an attainable goal to me. I'm just going to be mean. I just does any is anybody perfect out there? Because <laughs> I haven't met them yet, but you know, um, I guess there are people out there who want to make sure that you uh, do the right things when you're writing. But um, well, maybe maybe there maybe there are people who are also a little bit jealous. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. All I'm doing is moving. I'm moving ahead, moving forward as much as I can. And sometimes it seems slow to me, but at least I'm moving. That's okay. Well, that's yeah. all right. Well, thank you again so much for being on the show and bringing your okay. in your work. And when you go to Finland and come back and, and write about it, please be back on the show yeah. and tell us all about it. I'm sure the people want to know. Now you got me all looking arms about Finland, so you just can't let me down like that. <laughs> okay. Okay, thank you, Yaya. Okay. All right, then, and we'll talk again soon, hopefully. Okay, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. And ladies and gentlemen, that was Anne Sear and her book. And you can go ahead and check her out at My Stories, my Short Stories Book 1, that's the number one, dot com. Again, that's My Short Stories Book, the number one, dot com. I wanted to show you how important it is to plan ahead. You know, Anne plans ahead. She looks forward to the future. Finland and writing about it and staying with a family. I mean, these are things that you plan. You plan these things. Who's to know that it will come? I mean, you know, nothing's perfect, but if you plan for it, it just might happen. I mean, how many times have you planned for something that it came to fruition, that it came to, that it came to pass? A lot, right? A lot of times. And sometimes it didn't come like you wanted it, but it still came. And sometimes it just didn't happen, and that's probably the best because what you were planning ahead wasn't so good. So, I mean, think about it. Just think about it. And then plan ahead. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio with me, your host, Yaya Diamond. I'm going to go ahead and say, don't forget to dare to be different. Join us on Facebook. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And don't forget that I started my life coaching business. And go ahead and go to the, the singinglifecoach.net. Check it out. But most importantly, go to my short stories book, the number one dot com, and check out Ann Shear's book. Thank you again so much for tuning in. Until next time, which is going to be tomorrow night at 8 p.m. See ya. 